0: Good morning and welcome back to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about how it's about the journey, not the destination. And this is something that you hear all the time. It's almost just become a cliche, so I feel like it's lost its meaning. But When you truly begin to see this and experience, you know how real it is. So lately, this is something I've become increasingly aware of, and I just want to share how I've been able to see it in my own life. So I'm just going to start by sharing this little example, this story. So I wake up each morning and my mind begins to wander to the duties of the day, workouts, school, work, making a post or a podcast, doing the cold plunge. You know, I start to try and calculate everything out and begin to instantly worry about whether or not I'll be able to make it through, you know, can I do it all again? I ask myself and I do try and give these things over to God and just be present in whatever I'm doing with what I'm doing, what's right in front of me. Um, that's what I try. I try to get over to, over to God and eventually after I wake up, about an hour after I get up, I will, that's when I do my cold plunge. And as I slowly begin to get closer and closer to the moment of actually having to go outside and put my feet in that cold water, I will try and find things to distract myself, Um, distract me from doing what needs to be done. I start getting in my head about it all. I start procrastinating. My mind tries to find any excuse or way out. But I am on a schedule, so it's got to get done. And sooner, the sooner the better. That, that helps me. If I don't have a schedule with it, then I can kind of ponder around and dilly-dally. But if I'm on a schedule, it's like, okay, I got no choice. I got to just get out there. I finally get the courage to step out of my front door. And that's always the hardest part. Um, and I haven't even gotten to the water yet, but getting out of the door is kind of, that's the entry point. It's like, In order to master something you just have to master the entry point in order to master running you just have to master putting your shoes on for me in order to master the cold plunge i just have to master opening that door but that's besides the point so i'm out the door and then i climb the ladder and i put my left foot in then my leg in the water and the rest of my body follows i'm in and i start my timer and as i sit there in the cold water i do i try to say thank you but all the while, I can't wait for the timer to go off and for it to all be over. And eventually it ends. I get through it. I get out and I start to dry off. And my next thought is always, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll run downstairs. I'll get changed to get myself ready to go out to go to the wreck um, and get my morning cardio in. And I'm start to think, you know, can I do this again? I ask myself. Finishing the cold plunge, though, is always a step in the right direction for me. And it encourages me to keep moving forward. I finally get to the gym and I start my workout. And on this particular morning, I'm pushing the sled. And I start and I find myself looking at my watch, counting down the minutes, the reps, even the amount of steps I have left until I am done and it's over. What I, I'm the type of person who I usually do it for 70 minutes. So at 17 and a half minutes, I know I'm a quarter of the way in. I start to, I try to break it up in ways. So I'm looking at my watch, trying to break it up. Okay, I'm a quarter in, 17 and a half more minutes. I'm halfway. Okay, now just start counting down from there. So I'm doing these little mental tricks all the time. But all the while, all the while, I'm just, I'm trying to focus on the end. I'm trying to get through it, trying to get done with it. And towards the end of the workout, as I've been doing it for a while, the burn increases. The last 10 to 15 minutes always seem to be the hardest as I am so close, yet still so far away and I finish as hard as I can and I can feel a burn that I only experience there at the end of a workout like that. And just like that, it's over. You know, I thought it would last forever. Just like that cold plunge. Now it's gone. And my first thought is, man, I can't wait to do that again tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. I can't wait to be back here again. As soon as I finish, I long to be back in that place of discomfort I long to be back at the bottom of the mountain, climbing up. I forget the pain. I forget all the doubts I had. And just like that, I can't wait to be back in the place where I'm questioning things. Back in that place again of discomfort. And to me, this just goes to show how much of it truly is about the journey. The climb up. And never about the peak. The peak, the climax, is always bittersweet because... It's the end or at least the start of the end. And another way to think about this um, is, for example, say you have plans tonight to go to dinner at six and you are going to fast. You haven't eaten since last night. You're going to fast all day until that evening meal. And that first bite is always bittersweet. As soon as you get to six o'clock, it's bittersweet because you experience the positive emotion as you were anticipating that first bite, it was all about the climb. That's where you experienced the most reward. So early in the morning, maybe you weren't really thinking about it, but as your stomach began to growl at 11, 12 o'clock, you're like, oh, I can't wait for that meal. Were, that anticipation was building. And then maybe you got distracted, sidetracked, doing some other things. And then all of a sudden, four o'clock's around and you're like, oh, two hours, I haven't eaten yet. You know, that anticipation has built even more and more. And as you count down the hours, the minutes, the seconds till you finally go and have dinner and get that meal. Leading up to that is when you experience all this anticipation for that first bite. And that's where you experience so much of the reward. But then, you know, you take that first bite and you realize it's bittersweet. It's the beginning of the end. And I think this just, it ties in, it goes to show for me that it's not about attaining a goal, but seeing yourself coming closer to that goal. That's where you find positive emotion. That's the journey. You can find this in micro daily goals you have, but it happens on an even larger scale with the bigger goals you're striving towards as well. So you can find it in that little fast that you had today in which you were anticipating that meal at six o'clock, or you can find it in doing the ice bath or the daily little workout, whatever it might be. But also you can have, you can set bigger goals. And this applies at a, at a much larger level, um, much larger scale. I should say running for me, it's just an easy example. And so I'm going to roll with it. <clears throat> so imagine for the next five months, you dedicate yourself to training for a marathon with a date set in stone for race day, you have a training plan, you have it all put together. And you spend the next five months working towards this goal and thinking about it daily. And as you see and feel yourself coming closer to the goal, the more positive emotion you experience. And this is dopamine, but on race day, it is bittersweet. It's the beginning of the end, because as soon as that start clock goes off, it's the start of the end. And as soon as you finish, it's all over. Now, what you might ask yourself? And there is such thing as post race depression, but I'm sure this could apply to graduating college or working towards any other big goal. You gave this thing, everything you had for the last X amount of months and or years, and then all of a sudden it's over. You achieved the goal, but now what? Now you need a new goal. And I think for me, this goes to show how much of it truly is about the climb. I heard this quote as well that it's not, it's no fun having things. The fun is in getting things. And I don't mean to make life seem like it's just about obtaining things and material possessions because I don't think that's what it's about at all. But I I think that's just something that's true that goes to point to what we're talking about here. And, And I think it just goes to show as well that you just have to enjoy each day as you walk the path. Be present in it, because as soon as it's over, you'll long to be back in that place. No matter what you felt in those moments, no matter how uncomfortable it was, you'll long to be back on that journey. You'll long to be back there. And I think what's cool as well is that we can apply this to our faith lives. God is the highest thing. And technically speaking, by definition, God is the ultimate goal. And I'm not saying as Christians, our duty is to keep striving for more and more, but we are being transformed in the image and likeness of God. We are being renewed by His Holy Spirit. We are being called to be perfect. Jesus says, "Be perfect like your heavenly Father." Roman or in uh, Paul says, "I beg you to leave, lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Being called by God is the highest possible calling. Technically speaking, if God technically is the highest possible thing, then by definition, that is the highest possible aim. So in saying this, as you see these changes happening within yourself, you've experienced those same positive emotions, those same feelings along the way, as you see and feel yourself being renewed, transformed, growing closer to him, the higher, the goal, the higher, the aim, the more possibility you have to experience positive emotion, emotion. So in aiming at Christ and working to be more like him, which is a never ending journey, unlike any other goal, we have the opportunity to have an experience of a lifetime, right? Because that running goal is going to end that business goal. I have a goal to hit X amount of dollars. That's going to come to an end and I'm going to need more and more and more of that. But this goal striving to be perfect, like our heavenly father is perfect. It's, The experience, the journey of a lifetime and running really, I can only work on my running. Maybe if I'm stretching, if I'm getting some sleep, you know, if I'm at the gas station, can I really work on my running? If I'm in school, can I really work on my running? You know, what's cool about aiming towards God is that we can experience this. We can work towards this any place, anytime, anywhere, all the time right it's it because it's who we are throughout all these areas of our life it's not just one place like running or business it is overarching everything and i just want to finish it's truly about the journey and walking the path be present in these mov- moments as you move forward don't be so set on getting there work on being here i think it's so easy as well to see this you know if you have a 15 hour car ride say So often, we're so fixated on getting to that destination, but so much of it is the journey along the way, the little pit stops you make, the things that come up, the time you have in the car with your family or whoever you're with, the songs you listen to, the conversations you have, the jokes you make, the annoyance you have with each other, the hangriness you feel, the new places or things you try. It's so much about going, and it's not about getting. 'Cause getting there's bittersweet, right? And I and I kind of heard more of this from Tim Ferris th- that I want to tie in as well. Tim Ferris has this idea where he would book a trip like three years in advance. And so he had three years of looking forward to this thing and maybe getting himself cultured for where he was gonna go and learning about the place he was gonna go. Um and Chris Williamson talks about this and it's called, he calls it like slow roasting success or slow cooking success. You know, something I struggle with is I set this goal and I want to be there tomorrow. I want to get this thing as quickly as possible, but then what you attain the goal and now what you just have to set a higher goal and you almost create a, put a bar on yourself you set this ridiculously, maybe high standard for yourself because you did attain that goal, but how much better would it have been if you kind of just, if you slowed that down and spread it out. Okay. Instead of wanting to achieve that goal in a year, what if you put it off and your goal was over the next two years where you could truly enjoy and take in the journey. And it's that hard balance because you want to maximize your life and get everything out of yourself that you can. But If you're just senselessly running around trying to get to the next thing, then did you ever even truly live at all? Because life's not about getting anywhere. There's no final destination. It's just about being here. And I'm saying this to myself because I get so fixated on trying to get to that next place. But it's about being here because there's no end. As soon as you attain that goal, you're going to just need to have to set another goal. So be present in these moments as you move forward. Again, don't be so set on getting there. Work on being here. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you found something in this. And as always, I will see you next time. And sharpen the iron.